This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. Well, hello, beautiful. Holy caffeine! It's the world's greatest super friends. Ronnie and Aaron. That's more than a streak of lightning. A DC Comics podcast. Absolute. Tell me something, my friend. Ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Yeah, sure, why not? I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Batman. He's a hipster. The Flash World's fastest human. I mean, I grew up with Wally West. Think about the future. If you're good at something, never do it for free. Dude, you're a dumbass. You are foolish. Ooh. DC Absolute. Hell yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know what the answer is. It's just like, it doesn't make sense. What would be really great is if instead of showing the Avengers 4 trailer, mm-hmm. they show, like, no one realizes that they've actually been working on Justice League 2. <laughs> and they show, like, a teaser for a new Justice League movie. That would be awesome. <laughs> Here's the new Avengers trailer. And it's like Superman and Batman just hanging out. <laughs> Well, I heard that Aquaman's getting like crazy good reviews. Yep, I will let you know a week from Saturday. Yep. Did you get early tickets? No, nobody. Yeah. I, I don't have a theater around here that's doing that. See, I didn't. That they first announced it was at. I don't even remember. Like, I thought they said it was just like Cinemark Theaters or something else. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. It's like the two, th- the two chains that are nowhere near where I live is the only ones doing this. And then somebody said that I guess they was at an AMC also. I was like, I'm telling you, I don't remember seeing it there. And then I looked again and the AMC, one of the 40 AMC theaters by my house, was like, we're doing Aquaman. I was like, well, hell yeah. So I got myself taken. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Because Only downside uh, is it's not IMAX or anything. It's just like a regular. I don't even think it's one of like the nice Dolby screens, like with the surround, like the really, really good surround sound and everything. So, but, so it's whatever. like, you know, having a lawn chair in the backyard and throwing it on a projection. Yeah, yeah, it'll probably be all blurry and like the sound will be off, <laughs> just like a split okay. second, so people's mouths are moving like just off of what they're saying. And, and that's because you have Amazon Prime, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Just I second. don't know. I don't know what the connection was to why Amazon decided to do this. Yeah, but, I don't know that either. And you know what else yeah. I'm worried about? What? Well, I personally have watched Justice League like 20 times, right? Okay. And the critics hated it. Okay. And I've watched Batman vs. Superman like 10 times or 15 times, right? Okay. And the critics hated it. So now I'm worried that now that the critics love it, that it's not going to be all that great. Well, this is the thing. I don't care. <laughs> well, I don't care about it either. I, but I have watched every single Marvel movie. And I have watched every DC movie. And the critics... And it's funny. I remember when 
Justice League and uh, Infinity War, I guess, were both coming out. They came out around each other, right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, I remember a friend of mine sent me a link to a thing about Rotten Tomatoes where they were um, talking about Batman Superman and not Batman uh, Justice League saying, you know, basically good things about it. Not not that it's great, but it was like better than awful. Mm -hmm. And they gave it a two and a half out of a four. And it was whatever the bad rating is on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm -hmm. And then they were talking about Infinity War and the review of Infinity War was basically, you know, whoever this reviewer was that they showed was like, you know, it's a mess of whatever. And it was too much happening and not enough story. And it gave it a two and a half out of four. And it was certified fresh, or I guess that's the good one. Yeah. So it's like, how are two movies that you're giving literally the same two and a half out of four rating to based off of this, you know, that review, one is given a positive score, one's given a negative score. And it's ridiculous. You know? Yeah. But. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, it's kind of, they've been kind of rough shot and dumb here lately anyway really because uh like the critics gave venom i think like a bad score and then like everybody that's seen it has liked it so who knows yeah from what i've seen and jason momoa's as aquaman and justice league it's going to be a movie that I'm going to enjoy. See, I don't even care at this point about Jason Momoa being in the movie. Well, I don't care either, all, but I'm just saying. All I care about is that I'm going to go to the movie theater in a week and a half, and I'm going to see Ocean Master, and I'm going to see Black Manta yeah. on the screen, destroying stuff and killing things. Yep. And it's like anything else that you put on top of that in the movie is, I, I mean, it's just like sprinkles on ice cream, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Like I'll take it, but I don't need it. Yeah. Happy enough with the ice cream that, you know, just sure. Just give me whatever else. I don't even care. Here's some whipped cream. Here's some caramel. <laughs> don't even care. Yep. Just keep loading it up. You want to give me uh you know, oh, Mira looks awesome in that. Sure. Yeah. Thoughts are in there. You're going to give me uh, uh, Nicole Kidman. You know, she looks great in the movie. I'm like, come on, just keep throwing everything. I don't even care. This is just all. This is just. Yeah. Ice cake. Yeah. I'm not. I wasn't or never have been a huge Nicole Kidman fan, but she was seen to die for. She would be my waffle cone to <laughs> to the ice cream now. Yeah. Because this one, she does actually look good, so. Yeah. Yeah, man. I I am so very much looking forward to this movie. Yeah. That I, I can't even, like, really put into words how much I'm just going to be, like, squealing in delight <laughs> that, like, that this is happening. You're going to be a five-year-old kid? Is that what you're saying? Look, I'll put it this way. 
when Man of Steel came out mm-hmm. and we went to the theater, I was like so excited. Like the whole time I was super excited. Then versus Superman came out. I loved that movie. And that entire the fight scene at the end, especially when Wonder Woman showed up, I I had to have been grinning ear to ear. Like the entire time. Just like an idiot. Just like, oh my god, this is the best. And then when my wife and I went to see Justice League, I will like literally beginning to end of that movie, I was just like giggling to myself in the theater. <sighs> that I'm just like, I can't believe I can't believe I'm seeing Justice in the movies. And I loved it and it was awesome. And Wonder Woman was great. Mm-hmm. And just like, I, now, Aquaman, come on. Come on. So good. So good. I might even, I might even call you from the theater <laughs> to give you an update during the movie. That's funny. I'll be like, listen, this is me. <laughs> this is me squealing in delight. <laughs> Going, <laughs> That's funny. Whole time, man. I know it. I just know it. All right. I'll take your word for it. And I'll let you know how awesome it is. No, you won't. I don't want to talk it's about a... it. Nope. I will talk about it. I'm going to tell you everything that happens in the movie before you get to see it. Okay. We'll see. Nope. Yep. I'll put you on social media, text, Facebook Messenger, <laughs> Discord, block. You won't even know I'm telling you about Aquaman. I'll come up with, I'll make up some movie. I'm like, oh, dude, did you see that movie about Charlie Chaplin where he was half Atlantean? And <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna block every number except for Gary's number since Gary texted me during the day. Oh, trust me, I'm taking Gary to see this with me. <laughs> yeah, but he has morals. He won't spoil it. He'll just no. he'll give me a thumbs up or a pause up or a pause down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So, and what's what's the next movie after Aquaman? Then I'm assuming it's Shazam, right? Because that's coming out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In when is it? Late winter, early spring? Is that March, April? I don't even remember. Yeah, something like that. But okay. but that's uh, another one that's been supposedly testing very well with. Yeah. Whoever. Yeah. I see that um, Flash got pushed back indefinitely. I guess. I Did don't you? think it was pushed back indefinitely. I think it's he's filming the next Harry Potter movie. Well, which is also Warner Brothers. So, okay. Which yeah. is like what Fantastic Beats or whatever? Yeah, it would be the third one. Okay. I don't so. know. And and then um they greenlit the Blue Beetle. You know what? Uh, every news site I've seen anything, mm-hmm. like nothing actually seems like a real news story. Yeah, yeah. I'm it, with you on it that. It all seems, 95% of it seems like hearsay and speculation. So until I see like official press releases from like Warner themselves, uh, I'm just ignoring all of it. 
because they were talking about, oh, yeah, there's a Zatanna movie coming. Yeah, I saw that, And we're going to do a Batgirl movie. We're not going to do another Superman movie for, like, five more years, but we're going to do a Zatanna movie. And you're like, okay, I get... I get that Wonder Woman was a success and that you think making more like female oriented movies. Cause I mean, you know, Captain Marvel is going to make a billion dollars. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, like I get that you want to try and expand everything, but I mean, shouldn't they build more of a base before they expand out too far? Well, see, I think that's like their counter punch because um, on the Marvel side, it got announced that sh- they were going to make a Shang Chi um, movie. Is that why my Twitter feed has been Gail Simone talking about Shang Chi for like three days? Probably. And so, of course, that'll be the first Marvel Asian, whatever. Even though that was Wong, I think, but um. Yeah, and so I think DC's counter was, hey, we're going to do Jaime Reyes and Blue Beetle, which is cool. I would like to see that. Yeah. I think the best tweet relating to that is, um, I don't want to see anyone in a Blue Beetle movie until it's Booster Gold. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah, but... I don't know. I look. I mean, you know me. I go see every DC movie. So what, whatever they throw out, I'm there. Um, I guess they're working on the bird, is it Birds of Prey or whatever it is. Yeah. The Harley Quinn one. Sorry. Is that a Birds of Prey something? movie? I don't remember. Yeah, I can't remember if it's called like Sirens or Birds of Prey or whatever. Yeah, whatever it is. It has I, some ridiculously long name. I think. Yeah. Oh, what is it now? It's like Harley Quinn goes to the mall and freaks out because she's batshit crazy in theaters next year. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Can't find it either, can you? No. Bat Bat Go has let us down. Yeah, it sure has. Oh, Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I don't know. It's not as bad as some of the other, like, remember, what was it? The That Fiona Apple album that came out, like, Jesus, like 25 years ago at this point. That was like just a run-on sentence of about 900 words. <laughs> just like, the hell? Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I don't remember it off the top of my head, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, my friend's sister in that high school was, like, obsessed with her. And she's like, oh, my God, this is the best out. And she would just, like, rattle off the title. And I'm like, it doesn't even make sense. It's <laughs> just words just jumbled together. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. It, it, hopefully things start shaping up. For DC movies. Well, I mean, Suicide Squad made way more money than anyone was ever expecting. Yeah. And it got more decent press than anybody was expecting, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, Justice League, even though the critics destroyed the shit out of it, fans seemed to like it. Yeah. 
Yeah. So. Yeah, the fans. Yeah. And like I said, dude, I've seen that like 20 times. Yeah, I'm still holding out hope that there's somewhere like a Zack Snyder cut of that movie. Yeah. Because I I think the the extended Batman Superman Mm -hmm. is so good. And like once once it gets put, you know, more in the correct order of how the movie should have been instead of the theatrical. It it just makes so much more sense. Well, it seems like the extended versions of most movies are more better than are more better. Listen to me, are better (laughs) than the theatrical releases. Yeah. Like Watchmen, right? If you notice, who's the director of these movies? Steven Spielberg. Yes. And every single time the, no, but like seriously with Snyder movies, if you look at most of his movies, Mm -hmm. the theatrical release you watch and you're just like, I mean, it was okay, but it's not great. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, here's the extended, this is the version I wanted to release that they wouldn't let me put in the theaters because it was three hours long. And then you want, and you're just like, okay, this is a frigging great movie. Right. Like the ultimate version of Watchmen is so good. Is that like the third version of it, the ultimate it, extended version? It, whichever one is the like the three and a half hour one. Okay, yeah. Because it seems like stuff flows together better. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not, you know, a production company. Like, okay, we have to edit this to make it a better movie for theaters. Yeah. No, right. no one wants to see this. I'm like, no, like people went to the theater to see like a four hour Lord of the Rings movie. They'll watch a three and a half hour Watchmen movie. Like it's. Well, it's this good. guy didn't. Well, yeah, because you're a fool. I haven't seen any of them. I'm telling you, the, the, the Lord of the Rings trilogy extended versions are great. What is that like? Twelve hours? Yeah, give or take. Yeah. I mean you you cannot watch the credits, which saves you about twenty five minutes in each movie. <laughs> okay. Like no joke, I'm pretty sure the Return of the King extended credits, it's like forty five minutes long. Wow. Because there's I, I forget who it was, but like the there's a thank you section of just like people who helped with I don't even know what it was, but it is, my so, pencil. it is so friggin' long. It's like a Kickstarter thank you page All right. that just like, you know, when you have 4 billion people that backed the project and it's just like, all right, here's the book went from being 128 pages to being 230 pages because of all of the thank yous. <laughs> yeah. Just nuts. Yeah. I don't know. There's lots of good stuff, so I'm excited for it. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, comics? I was going to ask you. Were you going to ask me a comics-related question? <laughs> a Titans-related question? No, but I will ask you a Titans-related question. Okay. How awesome is Titans? <laughs> <laughs> um, this something tells me you didn't like the last episode as much. It it was a good episode, but it wasn't 
my favorite one. Oh my god. But it's still the best DC show on TV right now. Okay, correction. It is the best show on TV right now. Okay. I'll go with that. Although Vikings just came back, and Vikings is pretty good, too. I haven't started that. Um, the first three seasons of Vikings are great, and then it sort of goes bizarre. Okay. But, no, Titans, I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot. I, I like this episode because... Um, Donna I think Troy? Donna, yeah, I think she was, she was done very well that I like, you know, she's out of the game, but she's still, you know, as a photographer, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she's still basically investigating whatever and, you know, trying to bring down, I guess it's all the, the big game hunters. Right. So, I mean, it, it's the one thing I've liked about this show is that it seems to catch or capture the um, the characterization of the people really well, no matter what some people may say. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, and and I liked it. It was you, good. You want to know what my favorite part about this episode was? Did it involve Beast Boy? Nope. It didn't even. It didn't even involve any characters on screen, really. It was the acknowledgement. I mean, obviously, it's a dick-centric show, right? Yep. So obviously, Batman's in the background or in the shadows, shall we say? Yeah. Nice. But here in this episode, it acknowledged Diana. Yep, it acknowledged Diana and, you know, um, even, I think she said, somebody said something about the Big Blue Boy Scout or whatever, I think. Maybe not this, yeah. I don't think it was this episode, I think it was one before. But at least we know that there's actual Justice League members out there. Yep. So, without trying to world build, it world builded. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That the whole conversation with the two of them when they're walking down the sidewalk, like mm-hmm. when they first, when he first shows up at her, I guess, apartment mm-hmm. was fantastic. Yeah. That I, I did like a lot when they're like, Oh, you know, when, you know, us sidekicks have to stick together. Yeah. You know, I remember this when, you know, Bruce and Diana were doing this, we would, you know, I'm like, Oh, this is great. Yeah. I enjoy it. Yeah. Especially like when the flashback scene where she's sitting on the bed or whatever. Yep. And so you knew that Diana came to the manor. Yep. Doing Justice League stuff. Yeah. So, which I the, um, I even think that's one of her. I think she, that's what she said actually. They're down there talking about Justice League stuff or whatever. Um the the only thing I did not like about the episode was actually also during that conversation when they're walking down the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. And she keeps saying stuff like, um, you know, you're Robin and you're blah, 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 whatever. Like, just in the middle of the street as they're walking down a sidewalk in whichever city they were in yeah. with people yeah. wandering by them. Yeah. That, to me, that was like the one thing I was like, ah, I don't know, that seems like something they, you know, if they were to talk about it, it would have been 
coded somehow. Yeah, right. Not not like, oh, well, you know, when you were Robin with Batman and blah, blah, blah. And it's like. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I walk through New York City streets all the time and you try not to pay attention to anything that's happening. But if someone's talking about Batman and Robin, you're going to hear it. Yeah. And you're going to pay extra close attention to it, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like the same thing is like one of the nitpicky things that I don't like about Justice League is like the first opening sequence when Batman catches the guy to bait him as for fear. Mm. And the guy's like right there and not whispering or anything. Batman says, Alfred, where are they? Or whatever, you know? So it's like, why fucking call him Alfred? Or or you mean like the whole scene where he first gets... And even though they don't really speak the same language, he's like, you're a bat and you're this. And I'm like, wait a minute. There's a whole crowd of townsfolk just standing there listening to this entire conversation. I I think I can let that one go because it's, he's the only one that can speak English there, but yeah, I agree. There has to be somebody there that can also speak broken English or understand it. A couple words. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you hear Batman or you hear something, you're going to pick it up, right? Yeah. You would think. Yeah. 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 Um, so how many episodes are there? Do you, did we ever figure that out? I think it's 11. Okay. And th- this one was what? Eight? S- eight? Seven or eight. Yeah. I, cause I, I believe it's going to go through, uh, until right before Christmas. Okay. I think there's three more episodes. That okay. it ends on like the twenty second, twenty third. No, what day is Christmas? Is what it would be the twenty first. Okay. Right. Yeah. 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 Because uh, yeah, Asylum was seven, and then Don and Troy's eight. So it's eight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I in looking up how many episodes there were, I almost spoiled stuff based off of episode titles. So I quickly managed to find a different site that didn't give any actual information. Yeah. I just opened up my like, app and oh, 11 episodes and it says next on Titans. And it has like a thing, mm-hmm. like a screenshot thing. And I'm like, Nope, closed out. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm wondering like what it's going to build to because I mean, we know that it was renewed for a second season. Yeah, before the first episode even aired. Heck yeah. yeah. That's how that's how good the show is. But I I think the next episode is the backstory of Hawk and Dove. From For what some... I, from what I just saw, Hawk and Dove is at least in it. So Yeah, I I think this week when I was watching the episode as it was ended, I got up to do something. And the credits rolled and I saw the, I mean, at least the scenes from next week were on. And I, it, like 90% of what I remember seeing was Hawk and Dove. And I thought that at the end it said something about the origins of Hawk and Dove. So yeah. I always turn it off before that. I, I normally do. But I missed it. Yeah. So, but it's like, I... If that's the case and that's what the show is, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to – before the episode airs, I'm going to tell you that's probably going to be my least favorite episode. And I'll tell you why. Okay. I am not a fan 
of when TV shows will build up like a whole story and then right towards the end or something, they're just like, okay, we know that we're telling this entire story of, you know, Dick trying to get over being Robin and turning into whatever and Raven discovering the powers. And at the end of this episode, you have Starfire getting her memory back because Raven healed her and she's going to kill right. You know, she's like trying to kill Raven as Dick and Donna are racing to the the house. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, forget all that. Here's an hour of two characters that, you know, were in parts of an episode earlier in the season and we'll give you an hour of their history. Yeah. That drives me nuts. Yeah. It, it it feels like this one should have came when, like, in between the Hawk and Dove issues, or episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like, I remember when uh, Lost was in its last season. Mm-hmm. And they keep teasing, oh, we're going to we're gonna reveal all these answers and this and that. And then the second to last episode was Jacob and the other guy on the island together growing, like, whatever, just yeah. the entire episode. Yeah. And I remember watching it and just being like, you know what? I'm already basically over this show because it's just been bullcrap for, like, four years. Give me – I got two episodes left, and this is what you give me? Yeah. You know, it's like that entire episode could have been cut up in bits and pieces and put five minutes here or there in every single episode of the season. Yep. And I would not have minded at all. But yep. it just, like, completely killed the momentum and everything else. I agree with that, too, because I I think that episode was okay or could have been great if it wasn't one of the last two episodes. Right. You know, and like you said, with the Hawk and Dove, if if it is, you know, I mean, we haven't seen it. You yeah. Know, right. Still a little ways off. But if that's literally... A full episode of them meeting and you know growing into Hawk and Dove. Like you said, it could have been done in the ep- in the episodes before, or you know, or even I don't know. Like the the just seems like they could have paced it better. Yeah, I agree. So, but we shall see when it airs. So, do you think that we will see Dick in the Nightwing costume? Before the season's over? Before the season's over? I think that's how the season's going to end. Okay. Is my guess is he's going to show up somewhere and he's going to be like kicking some ass and you're gonna it's gonna be cut so that you don't really see him mm-hmm. until it's the end. You know, or like right towards the end where you know it'll kinda pan out on him. And they'll be like, who are you? And he's like, I'm Nightwing. Or yeah. something. Yeah. Some, something like that. And if it doesn't, if the season doesn't end like that, it, the episode before Ali is going to end like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope he has like a gravelly voice and he's just like, I'm Nightwing. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, it pans out and we see all the Titans together. Yeah. Cut credits. And then I hope that they've already filmed like a teaser for season two. Like when you saw Back to the Future 2 in the theater. Yeah. And it ends. And then you see the trailer for Back to the Future 3 and you're just like, what? Yeah. How did that happen? (laughs) Yeah. 
<clears throat> yeah. Next season on Titans. Yeah. Um, before we get to comic talk, mm-hmm. I have something to bring up to you. So go okay. for it. I, I was going to say we got a, a question that we were asked. Okay. Um, the question is: How absolute is your DC buying habits? Cards, shirts, statues, curious, your prized DC non-comic purchases, and what would you like to see come out? Question from Mr. Nick Wetmore. Or since we're in the Christmas season, it would be the Saint Nick Wetmore Claus. Yeah. Um, so, so what, so break what about it down you? then? Okay. I, he's basically, do you buy DC collectible stuff? Uh, yeah, I would say. I mean, I got DC pop figures. Right. So that would count. Um, I have a huge Superman coffee mug. Uh, I don't buy the figures or the busts or whatever unless I find them dirt cheap on eBay. Yeah. Like the Batman black and white statues. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those are nice. Yeah, I only have two of those, but I always keep my eye out. And unless it's in like my sweet spot type thing, you know. Right. Yeah, I I'm the op in that I don't really have any I don't have like figures or statues or anything anymore. Mhm. Um, mostly because my kids are young and I don't have a good place to keep things <laughs> without them being destroyed <laughs> without them being destroyed. Yeah. So, um, I kind of put my collectible buying on hold Okay. for the time being. I mean, like for my kids though, there, there's like the, um, imagine X toys yeah. that they had most every one of the DC superheroes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it was kind of fun, you know, with them that they and the greatest is how like my wife will say something and they'll like correct her on who people are. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like nice. I mean, she knows most of it anyway, but it's just funny seeing. I mean, now that they're a little older, they're six and nine. Yeah. But when when they were like, you know, three and five, three and six, they'd be like, just know everything. Yeah. <laughs> just like, well, when, no, that's Deathstroke. It's Slade. <laughs> I'm like, oh, good. <laughs> well, when Austin was that age, um, DC had uh, Justice League Unlimited toys coming out. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So I would buy him the ones that I would want him to play with. <laughs> yep. And be like, and then he'd be like, oh, who's that? And I was like, we'll watch that episode later. And then we'd end up watching it, of course. Because his yeah. thing was the OG Teen Titans cartoon, which came out around the same time, maybe a little bit after mm. the one that's coming back to, um, comedy or whatever it is. Cartoon network. Cartoon network. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, I even went to eBay went cause eBay was new ish at the time <laughs> and found all the ones that like we couldn't find around here. Nice. For him. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I, that kind of counts. 
you have a lot of DC shirts, right? Oh yeah, I have like every DC shirt. But I um I basically every year for like my birthday and Christmas and Father's Day and whatever else, if my wife has no idea what to get me, she will just go and find whatever like a couple new shirts are. So I I have basically the entire Justice League and she started I've got Red Hood, I've got Nightwing and now she started buying me villain shirts. So like I have my Red Lantern shirt, of course. Actually, I got that one for myself because I needed it. Yeah, you needed but, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like she's gotten me Reverse Flash. She like she randomly found like some Martian Manhunter shirt that's awesome. Oh, that is uh, awesome. Yeah. And it was funny because it's like, you know, the the circular, like the wheel symbol thing. Yeah. That he ha- She got me the shirt. And when I opened it, I looked and I was like, oh, my God. And she goes, oh, I hope. Do you know what that is? I go, yeah, it's Martian Manhunter. She goes, oh, my God, I'm so glad. <laughs> like, why wouldn't I know what this is? I'm like, this is amazing. Like, I can't believe that this shirt exists. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I have many <laughs> – Many shirts. I think it fills an entire drawer in my dresser of just DC shirts. Yeah, I have a lot of nerd shirts, but I think I only have like two or three actual DC ones. Hmm. I'm trying to to remember. Like, I have a distressed, or whatever the hell they call it, vintage, like, Green Lantern one. Okay. I I had a really cool Green Lantern shirt. I mean, I still have the shirt, but it, it was... Um, like the Green Lantern logo looked like it was done like really quick and sloppy, kind of like with a paintbrush. Okay. And um, like the shirt, the background of the shirt itself were like pages of the comic book. Oh, cool. Like really, it was really faint. So it's not like obvious that it's there, but like mm-hmm. you can look at it. Shirt was awesome. Unfortunately, I mean, I've had it for many years. So after washings, the the comic page part of it is not really visible at all. So I, mean, I wonder if I can find that one again. Cause I like that shirt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think I have a green arrow shirt. Yep. Same. A, a green lantern shirt and a Superman shirt, but yep, I, yep. I don't think I have a Batman shirt. I have a few Batman. I, one that my wife got me last time. It's the bat logo. With, um, you know, like the Joker graffiti with right. the ha 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 ha's over yeah, it. Yeah. I got that one. It's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I usually don't buy myself that much apparel, I guess, because I know that I'm going to get some around my birthday or Christmas. So it's usually up to whoever the person is. That's getting yeah. in it for me, you know? Well, that's basically, it's like, and I know Christmas is coming up, so I, I will probably acquire <laughs> a couple new shirts. But there is one thing that I collect toys, and we both have shirts, but you have lots of DC hardcovers, right? You know what? I don't have lots of DC hardcovers. Okay. Because, like, they're, I really like the Absolute books mm-hmm. but i can never find them at a price point that i'm okay with buying them at yeah. that makes sense because yeah. they're like 
they're over a hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I like it, but do I like it that much? So I mean, at some, point, I, uh, my my con buddy has the um, absolute blackest night, which I have borrowed. Oh, nice. And nice. It looks, I mean, like the the pages. I don't know if you've seen them, the those editions. The absolute They're, editions or that yeah. particular one. Well, I mean, either or. Yeah, I've seen it, them. Okay, so that I mean, so you know, they look amazing, and that one is probably one that I would get right away. But I mean, I do. I have all the Earth One hardcovers. Yeah, which are great. I have all of Injustice in hardcover. Actually, I don't have Injustice Two yet because I was waiting for all of them to come out. Yeah. Before I was just like, okay, I will buy all of this. Yeah. That'll be your birthday in 2019. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, What's, what was the other uh, Ground Zero? Is that the one with Harley? Yeah. yeah. I don't have those in hardcover, but I, I will have to get them. By the time you do, the then you, then Injustice <laughs> versus Masters of the Universe will be in hardcover too. Yeah. Yeah, I'll pick that up. Um, yeah, I, the only one besides Earth One ones that I have is um, the Ultimate Watchmen hardcover. Uh, you know what? I don't have a Watchmen hardcover. And I'm trying to remember how, why I have it. I might have <laughs> got it for my birthday or something. Huh. Because, as everybody knows, it's like Watchmen the comic book is good, but it's not like top on my list right so if i'm gonna spend the money on the hardcover a dc hardcover it wouldn't be that you know what i mean yeah so Hmm. yeah i don't know it's a question (laughs) i um i do have the um the jeff lemire the uh lemire sorrentino run of green arrow in hardcover oh okay because i i really I very much enjoyed that one. Yep. And I just lied too. Because I do have one that I found that I bought. <laughs> um, 52. Oh, yeah. The big, huge omnibus of it. Yeah. I when you got that. Yeah. It's like a the whole, what, M of Encyclopedia Britannica. It's huge. So is it. Is that all of 52? Is it in one volume or is it two volumes? One. One complete volume. In hardcover. In hardcover, yeah. Jesus. How much does that book weigh out of curiosity? It's got to be like 20 pounds, right? Yeah, I was going (laughs) to guess about 20, 25, yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. It it sets, like when I open it and look at it, it sets on the desk or the kitchen table or something. I don't dare put it in my lap. Yeah. See, okay. Now I got a question for you. Okay. I mean, I know I know you like hardcovers. I like hardcovers. But at some point, do you think that they're too much? <laughs> yeah, I do. Like, I I mean, I have... I didn't get the last couple yet, but I, I have, like, the full run of Invincible in hardcover. Okay. And those books, they're, like, 11, 12 issues each, yeah. which I think is, like, a perfect <laughs> size. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, like, you get enough enough comic for the money. To justify the cost. And it's not too much comic where like you can't just kind of like lay down in bed with yeah. a book and read it. Yeah. Yeah, they're so 
They look so awesome on the bookshelf, though. Yeah, well, believe me, I understand 100%. <laughs> but yeah, that that's like, that's a part of the other reason with the absolutes, because those books are big. Yeah. That my, <laughs> he was going to bring it with him to Comic-Con and have it signed by, um, crap, I just forgot who did the art. Uh, but he's like, you know what? Because I brought one year in my backpack <laughs> all of the invincible hardcovers I had. <laughs> and I mean, I probably adjusted that bag a hundred thousand times on my shoulder. And like the entire day I'm like, I just gotta we gotta stop and sit somewhere so I can put this down for a little bit. And he's like, I remember you with those invincible books, get them signed. I wasn't gonna do the same thing with mine. I was like, man, I hear you. I was like, that was I should have brought one or two books a day. Not, yeah, here's 10 hardcovers in one shot as I'm walking around. That's, yeah. I, I don't remember. Oh, last year for C2E2, I took um, the deluxe hardcover edition of Batman. Batman. This run. Tom's run. Oh, okay. And the button hardcover, right? So that way I can get Tom to sign it. Right. And that killed me. And it's not even that big. But it <laughs> yeah. killed me because, you know, you're walking around in the con for four or five hours yeah. or whatever. That was the thing. I mean, we, I put it in my bag. We walked from my house to the train station. Probably about a mile. And then we took the train, which was fine. And then we took the connecting train to Penn Station. And we walked like 11 blocks from there to the Javits Center. <laughs> and then, you know, we sat in the queue hall for a bit. So I was like, okay. But then we were there. Show floor opened at 10. We probably left that day around 4 or 5. Right. And, and after that, <laughs> you to the train station. And then you walk back home. And I was like, by the end of the day, I, I like I was probably standing cockeyed. That is just like from my shoulder weighing down. Like, oh yeah, goodness! I'm like, what the hell is wrong with me? Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. I took those two things, and it probably took like ten minutes for the line and Tom to sign it or whatever. And that was like at the very beginning of the day. <laughs> and I was like, damn it! So now I got, and then I think we ate on site that day, or at least around it. Mm-hmm. And then went back because, you know, sometimes we'll leave and then go out and eat or go back to the hotel or the room or whatever. And you can unload. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sitting there walking around like Penguin does on Gotham or something like, oh, cockeyed. Yep. (laughs) That was this year. I'm like, you know what? I'm not getting anything signed. (laughs) Like I do. Like, I bought a bunch of trades and stuff there. Yeah. And those I would get signed, but I'm like, I'm not doing anything stupid. Yeah. Well, and to top that one off, I also had the shock hardcover that I carried every day. Oh, getting signed by Aftershock people? Yeah, and and it didn't even have to be people that were in the book, just if they did work for Aftershock. Well, that's, that's like my copy of the Valiant hardcover. Never heard that, of it. <laughs> um, I every single person who did any work, like writer, artist, color, like anybody for Valiant, I had sign it that year. Yeah, and I, I mean, I had even like the people at the booth. 
you yeah, know? Yeah. Cause that, the, the people at the booth were cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm trying to think who it was. I don't, I, I don't remember now who it was, but it was like, Oh, you did a variant cover for Valiant once. Yeah. <laughs> no, let me yeah. sign this. Yeah. And the, I think the funniest thing is that uh, Matt Kent and Jeff Lemire were not at the con that year. Uh-huh. So, like, the two people who wrote it are the only two signatures I didn't get. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I think Paolo Rivera was there, so he signed it. So, at least I got the artist. But, yeah, like, they're, they're the only two. And the only time I will break that book out again is if the two of them are going to be at a convention. I have to have <laughs> them sign it last. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, let's talk some books. Yes. Where do you want to start? Well, I only read two books so far this week. Okay. One of them I really, really enjoyed. And one of them I'm now done with the series. <laughs> so I will oh, let okay. you pick which one you want me to talk about first. Well, I know which two those are, and you haven't even told me. And it blows my mind, but okay. So pick the one that you're done with. Uh, that would be the Green Lantern. Okay, that's the one I assumed. Yeah. And it means that the other one shocks the shit out of me, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Okay, so what did you think about the Green Lantern? Because I, I think you texted me <laughs> when you read it that you were just like completely done with this garbage. Yeah, which... <laughs> Everybody knows that I lie about that because I'll keep reading it, but I pretty much like hate read this whole thing. That was that is my thought on this as well. That as I'm reading the book, this is my problem. I had two thoughts. First of all, all of the dialogue in this book. Yep. Does it sound super forced? Yep. Like, would anyone, and I, listen, I understand that a lot of the dialogue in this is a bunch of weird alien races that may have different speech patterns than us. Right. But even when Hal Jordan's talking and stuff like, like, I have never in my life heard a person speak like that the way they do. It's like, it's just, I, even if you're going to sit back and just read the conversation Mm-hmm. You know, to take in conversation, it just it does not hit anything that I like. No, yeah, I get it. It, uh, yeah, it is. Uh, Hal Jordan comes off robotic. Yeah, almost. yeah. And then, yeah. obviously, the I, I don't know. It, it's not. Hashtag not my Hal Jordan, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) So the other thought that I had when I was reading this, you know how when someone is trying to convince you how smart they are Mm -hmm. by like talking all this big whatever and you're just like, wow, you're not nearly as smart as you think you are. Yeah. 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 That is how I feel about this book. Like it, it feels like. Super um, pretentious. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not. Yeah. Like, I I don't know, man. I I cannot get into this. Like, this is one of the Grant Morrison books that I'm just noping out of. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like 
it wants to be this great epic saga thing that's bigger than what it's supposed to be. Right. But it's not. Yeah, and I mean, I, I don't even care to stick around and see if it turns into that because I, I just I don't care. Well, okay. One of the things that, I mean, there's lots of things, but one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about was, okay. like, when we first heard about this, it was supposed to be this cop in space thing, right? Right. Well, where the hell are we at at the end of this issue? Well, he's detectiving the, what's his name, bad whatever, mm-hmm. bad spigot, and... <laughs> He's like, I I don't know. I don't know. Like if the entirety of his detective work is looking at a guy and noticing bite marks on his neck and being like, there's bite marks on your neck. Like, oh, good. This is brilliant. Thank you for this amazing writing. I'm so glad that I'm spending my time on this. Yes, because of the tree vampire. Yeah. Yeah. I. I don't know, man. Like, I I really wanted to like it when it first came out. And these first two issues have done everything they possibly can to make me not want to read anymore. Yeah. I mean, I think, like, the only thing that they could have done to make me less interested mm-hmm. is if, like, Hal Jordan took off his face and he was, like, I don't even know, a guppy. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, I've been a fish every day for life. <laughs> just like, but it's like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you. But I'm going to continue reading it because I don't know. I'm a glutton for punishment, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I I don't think I can. That I, I think after this one, I just, I don't even think I can. Yeah. So. And I just think. I don't even remember now what happened at the way end. What happened? What? At the way end of this one, it was, um, oh, Earth is missing, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like the whole thing's supposed to be this space opera cop thing. Yeah. But yeah, we end up back at Earth. And I'm like, I don't care about it because this isn't what you promised me. Yep. Yeah, I don't care. That's That's where I'm at. All right, and I know we're going to have, because of previous statements, I know we're going to have very different views on the next one. Okay. What was the next one? Whatever. The, you only read two books. So yep. the first one was Green Lantern, and you're noping out of. Yep. And this one you love, which is? Yep. The Curse of the Brimstone Soldier Face guy. What's that, what's that book called? Curse of Brimstone? Yes, Brimstone, yeah. yeah. I did not read that one. I didn't figure. Yeah, no. Uh, the other book I read was Martian Manhunter. By Orlando and Rosmo, right? Yes. Now, let me preface it by saying this. This is... I I like <laughs> Riley Rosmo's art a lot. Yeah, me too. This is probably the worst art that I've seen of his. And I've... Ever? I don't know, Ever? But it's definitely, it's probably up there. Like, I, I don't know what it is. Like, it's just, I, I don't know what he's going for. Where even, like, I get when, 
everything being weird, but like on Earth, everything still looks off. But what I is the um, color palette the book. Okay. Who who colored it? I'm trying to look and see if I could even find the title page, and I can't. Um, I really, really enjoy the the colors of this one. If that makes any sense to you. Um. No. But. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I don't mean that you agree with me. I mean that, that you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I, see, that's the whole struggle that I have with this book. Is because it's a oh, sci-fi I, detective thing. Ivan Placencia did the colors. Okay. I want to give a shout out because it's awesome. Yeah. But, like... And, and usually, if the story grabs me, I don't care about the art. Right. I mean, I I read All Star Batman that had JRJR on it. Okay. So, with that being said, <sighs> wow, is all I'm saying because like, I I looked at this and I was like, this can't be Riley. It can't. Well, that's when you you quick sent me like one picture of the book, the screen, yeah, the screen, yeah, graph. and you're like. You're like, this is your boy, Rosmo. I'm like, no, nah, that's not. There's no way. Maybe it's his nephew. <laughs> it's something. I don't know. Yeah. like, I, But it's the whole book, though. Yeah, it really is. And like the girl that looks like Johnny Bravo. Yeah. And then yeah. like all the like faceless characters in the background because you don't care about those because you're paying more attention and detail to the character in the front forefront. It still looks right. like a third grader drew it, kind of. Well, okay. And, and, was... and I want to say, for the record, this is my opinion on it, and I really do like his art, just not in this book or this issue so far. If you do, cool. But, yeah. You could send all your hate tweets to who's Paul. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I... I agree with you about the art. Like it was almost jarring at first. Yeah. 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 And you know, cause like, I mean, Riley Rossmo, it's like, he usually has like a pretty smooth, like it's a distinct style. Definitely. But it like, it seems smoother than this. And I don't know if, I mean, because it's like the Martian thing, if he's trying to make it off in some way, like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what he's going for, but Story wise, this is I. I think Orlando's writing on this is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoy. I I love when the Manhunter is like an Earth human detective. Yeah, and I think you know the scenes in this when he's examining the house where. You know, the parents are murdered and it looks like a dog is missing. But then he's like, no, it's a girl and, you know, whatever. And he's. Yeah, because we can't like, tell if it's a, a dog or a girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, but like the whole detectiving thing is great. I really enjoyed a little bit of insight into 
the Martian stuff with him, I guess his wife and his gelatinous child that I don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what it was. Yeah. Um, but you know, the whole, like I just, everything was great. I, I liked how the, um, after it went from the flashbacks from Mars back to earth, how I guess the letter was kind of all this stuff that he's not really listening to his partner, but it's there. Like it's really faint and you know, it's kind of coming in with all the, the thoughts of his, the conversation he was remembering with his wife Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and with like, I loved how everything was put together. And I also, I'm curious now to see as you know, the book ends with them crashing and the car's on fire and he is back to his Martian form to see where it goes. I mean, this is what, 12 issues they said. I don't know. I I think they announced as a 12 issue series. So it's not like we have to wonder if it's going to, is it an ongoing? (laughs) Is it not? So like there's a definite beginning, middle and end coming. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm curious that this early on having his partner realize because I think it ends with her yelling what are you or who are you or something will be interesting to say the least. Um, I'm just going to make a statement and it's probably all I'll need to say about it. But I enjoyed Green Lantern more than I did this book. What? Yep. No. Yep. You're wrong. No. I I don't think I am this time. Usually I am. This time, not so much. No. You oh, my goodness, Ronnie. I, and and you know what's bad about it is I really desperately needed a Martian Manhunter book. Well, listen, you're going to read issue 2 in I don't know, I guess it's a monthly book. If I we're can, gonna, we're going to rejoin and talk about this in another month. Uh-huh. And you can apologize for saying that you like Green Lantern more than this book, <laughs> because you're going to be like, I just, I hate Red Green Lantern three. It's so garbage. Everything's terrible. And I'll be like, I didn't read it. And then you'll be like, well, this is what happened. I'll be like, that sounds awful. And you're like, it was awful. And the art's not even that good. And then Martian Manhunter, and you know, I'll be like, "Did you read it?" And you'll be like, "Yeah, I said it wasn't gonna, but I did." And I'll be like, "How was it?" And you'll be like, "I loved it. It was great." And shut up. Not a <laughs> conversation. <laughs> well, I'm glad we don't have to have that episode then. <laughs> yep, there you go. Yeah. Future episode. Right there. <laughs> uh, dude, I don't know. Uh, at times, this took me like three times to read this book because I couldn't. <sighs> It hurt to read it. It hurt my eyes to read it. Goodness. It, no, and, and I'm not trying to be mean about it. I'm just saying, like, I really had to sit down and focus on this book because it, like, hurt my eyes or made me lose focus on what I was reading because I was trying to figure out what I was looking at. I don't know. Ugh. <sighs> That's a shame. Yeah, I know it's a shame because I really like Riley's art. 
It's why you're crapping all over it, man. Uh, it just looks like he was rushed here. Yeah. A lot. A yeah, lot, it, a lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I, it definitely looks... I, I mean, it almost looks unfinished in a weird way. Yeah. That he's just like... They're like, okay, you're going to do these 12 issues and we need them by now. <laughs> and he just quick drew them and then... I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't know. But, I mean, I'm going to obviously pick up two, but... I don't know. You know. I also read the newest issue of Batman, but... <clears throat> so... What are they up to? Is it 60 now? Yep. Okay. 40 more issues of Tom King. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I really enjoyed this one. I'm waiting to see the fallout on Twitter about it. Okay. Why would there be fallout on Twitter? Because of the not... ending. You, you can tell me how it ends because I will never read it. Well, I know, but like... This is freshly after New Comic Book Day, so... Uh, okay, spoiler alert, people. Don't listen if you don't want to know what happens at the end of Batman. Okay, tell me. Um, I don't even remember where you left off it. Oh, you read 50, right? No. Okay. I, I have not read since, like, I don't know, when they were on the rooftop. So, like, 23? <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah, that's I Batman. think I made it to 25. So in 50, we figured out that Bane's running everything, and he has like everybody, even Thomas Wayne from um, Flashpoint, from the Button story, right? Okay. And and Skeets, and Psycho Pirate, and um, Gotham Girl. Okay. And all that, right? So Penguin is doing Bane's bidding. And he, last issue, he was going to kill Alfred, and he didn't. And so now Batman's going around because basically Penguin ratted out that it's Bane the whole time. That's okay. that's setting him up and being emotional and everything. Okay. And But everybody that he grabs and beats up, like um, Firefly... Or Kite Man, or I can't remember who the other one was in this issue. Condiment King? No. Yeah, lame. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it's like 15 different characters. We only see like two or three, okay? Okay. And they're all saying they all freshly got out of Arkham. And saying that um, Bane's the same person. Like he's cowered down and like doesn't come out of his cell and everything, but Penguin just told him that Bane was behind everything, right? Okay. So the CDEFG listers that he's beating the holy hell out of all have the same story, though. That Bane is in his cell 24-7, barely mm -hmm. does anything, right? Right. So then um, at the end... Because Penguin's locked up in the Batcave and blindfolded and Alfred's talking to him. Well, then um, Alfred gets knocked out and you see that it's Thomas Wayne. Or as Batman, whatever that Earth Batman is. Earth 2? Is that yeah. it? Yeah. 
And so I'm waiting for everybody to, like, because it's supposed to be, you know, Bane controlling everybody or manipulating everybody. But actually, Thomas Wayne is. Hmm. And, and you'll like this part because it's about one of our friends. Oh, uh, is Chris a terrible quarterback again? Yeah, well, he is, yes. <laughs> but um, Gordon's gonna had enough of Batman being the vigilante type thing. Okay. So he's looking for something to go up to the rooftop and break the bat signal with. And one of his other detectives has a signed baseball bat by the Gotham Knights. <laughs> <laughs> and so he takes it up there and then him and Bullock are talking and then basically he breaks the the bat signal. Or the yeah, so I don't know. I, I'm enjoying it. I'm still enjoying it. I'm enjoying it as much as I am Heroes in Crisis. I know some of you guys are not, which is fine too, but... Huh. You know, it's interesting because Earth, like, I'm a sucker for Earth 2. Yeah. So, like, I mean, if Thomas Wayne is going to be in a lot of this, maybe... I mean, I'm not going to read it, but, like, it definitely has my... It has piqued my interest more than... More than not? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so uh, you know, it sets up the next arc. So, in the next arc, it actually... Um, for 62, which I guess is two issues away from this mm-hmm. week, um, Professor Pig shows up. And you know how much I love Professor Pig, so... Yeah. Can't wait to see that. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's not like I said. It's just not. It's just not me. It's not for me. Oh, and, I you know. know. It's whatever. Fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's all good because I got an awesome Martian Manhunter book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to dive into other books this week too. That I just haven't had time to dive into. Yeah, that's I like I told you before, I worked like almost thirteen hours today. Yeah. And came home and I'm just like, Oh, I need to read comics. And then I yeah, I just didn't have time. Yep. It's cool though. Yeah. It's cool. You got um anything else you want to talk about? Uh, nope, until we hit the stop record button, and then... Uh, we come up with, like, a hundred more things. <laughs> yeah. Forgot to talk about that. Yeah. Yep. Oh, question for you. Nope. Um, Bruce Wayne is totally into Depeche Mode, right? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. The band? <laughs> I know. Oh, my goodness. I, I don't know why I was thinking about this the other day. <laughs> this, this is what I do. At work, apparently, when <laughs> when I have like a little bit of downtime, uh huh. Um, You're picking out superheroes, alternate egos, favorite bands. Yeah, like I literally. Oh this was, yeah. This just like randomly came in in my head that I was like, you know, when Bruce Wayne is working out, he's probably listening to Depeche Mode. <laughs> I would say like, uh, what's his name? Is it Michael Bublé? Like the crooner. Isn't that isn't that a guy, Buble? Like Frank Sinatra style? Yeah, yeah. 
that's who I see Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne, if we're talking about Bruce Wayne, you know. I'm talking Bruce Wayne, like when he's down in the Batcave and he's working out with, you know, whatever. Yeah. You think he's listening to Frank Sinatra? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. What about what about Clark Kent? Honestly, I don't know. I didn't really think that far into this. <sighs> Come on, you you brought this up. <laughs> okay, what about Hal Jordan then? Oh, he's like, well, I'll put it this way. Flash is definitely into some weird like trance, like astral projection, weird stuff. Like elect, electro. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Completely. Yeah. Um, I I think Clark. I don't know. Is like a Kansas kid. He's yeah. probably into Kansas. <laughs> I mean, no one's really into Kansas. Um, I, I had to tell you about seeing them live once. It's not great. It, I mean, literally, it made me throw up. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you about it now. Um, we we were going to see Yes, and Kansas was like the opening band for some strange reason, and um, we went in and we like our seats. We were in the second row. And it was right under one of the speaker stack things Mm -hmm. that was hanging on the ceiling. The bass for Kansas was turned up so much. My chest was just like completely rumbling. Like even my wife was like, man, I just don't feel comfortable. So at one point I had to leave our seats and like wander up by the bathroom. And like I literally threw up because of all the 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 weirdness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Don't sidebar. Come on. No, no, no. So they – they had some new album coming out, which apparently was their 20th album. Okay. And they kept telling us, this song's off our 20th album. Can you believe a band has been around to put out 20 albums? <laughs> and we're just like, okay. And because my wife was like, what songs do they play that I would know? And I told her, they'll play Dust in the Wind. Mm-hmm. They'll play Carry On Wayward Son. Uh-huh. And they'll play, um, oh, what was the other one? Twilight Zone. Yep. And she's like, oh, okay, I know those songs. They did their entire set and played none of those songs. Oh, wow. And they told us about their new album 20 times. <laughs> and then <laughs> then they come back out for an encore and encored with all three of those songs. And at one point during Wayward Son, the singer keyboardist guy who had sneakers with neon yellow shoelaces. Um, I just forgot what his name was. He He's playing the keyboards. And at one point, he literally jumps over his keyboards from his like little platform thing, lands on the ground. As he's jumping, he grabs the mic and hits the ground like just as he starts singing again. And we're like, wow, this entire like hour and whatever set was garbage except for that moment right there. And I will always – she like my – Julie brings it up every now and again. She's like, remember that guy from Kansas that jumped over the keyboard singing? I was like, yeah, I know. He's got to be like in his 60s at the time. It was quite impressive. Uh, yeah, so anyway, Clark Kent probably – my guess yeah. is he listens to like Allman Brothers type stuff, like Southern rock. Okay, okay. That's a good – yeah, I can see that. Like Leonard like, Skinner, Allman Brother style. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That that would be my guess. Okay. Hal Jordan. Hal Jordan. That's a tough one. He's probably. My guess is he would be into like. Eighties hair metal. Yep, that's what exactly what I was gonna say. Right, because yeah. like as as he's flying in his plane, he would have like "Kickstart My Heart" by Motley Crue. Yeah. Some something like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
but we're not going to take it. You know, you know, Kyle Rayner just listens to like anime theme songs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Yeah. What about Green Arrow? Hmm, that's a tough one. Is it? I, what would you think you would listen to? Kind of like the rhythm and blues kind of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. He probably would be into like jazz. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah. What What do you think about Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman. Hmm. I don't know. That's kind of like Alanis Morissette style. You think that she would be all like angsty teenage girl? Well, like nineties. Hmm. Like, you know, like a whole not, not and like Mazzy Star. Yeah, there you go. Like <laughs> Mazzy Star and Three Eleven and stuff like that. Yeah. Hmm. The Wallflowers. <laughs> oh, you're going like total nineties, just like pop radio. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Uh, who we got? We got Aquaman left. Yeah. Ooh. See, I he he's gonna okay. be like sh- show tunes. Well, okay. Hello, the my Jason, baby. Hello, my darling. Jason Momoa Aquaman <laughs> is like Motorhead. Yeah, that's like Motorhead ACDC. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I'm guessing like the regular Aquaman. <laughs> the regular. I don't know. It'd be like show tunes. I don't know about show tunes. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. See? That and and there's your Justice League. Yep. Oh, see Jazz would be Martian Manhunter, I think. See, okay, but it wouldn't be like normal jazz music. It wouldn't be, you know, like Miles Davis type stuff. Okay. It would be like totally insane experimental like jazz weirdness. Hmm. Where it's just like a guy blowing a whistle for 14 minutes with like a guy, you know, somebody else on a snare drum with brushes. And you're just like, I don't know what's going on, but that that would be what he listens to because it would remind him of weird Martian music. Yeah, sax and stuff. Yeah. Unless it's the Martian Manhunter from the comic we just read, and then it'd be Jimi Hendrix because of all the L- LSD that you'd have to take. You, you know what Martian Manhunter would listen to? What? He would. He would listen to Yoko Ono album. <laughs> there you go. Because he's like, oh, on my planet, this is what music was. And you're like, oh, you know what? Now it makes more sense. Yep. And which Flash are you talking about? Are you talking about Wally or Barry? I, I, I guess I'm talking about the movie version of Barry. Okay. But it, but okay. it would probably be Wally. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because, oh, man... Yeah, that's because, uh, man, I would say that Barry, the comic book version of Barry, would probably listen to like the old, the old fifties, sixties, like Elvis and Chuck Berry type stuff. Yeah, I could see that because he's like an old soul type thing. Yeah, he'd be very into Frankie Valley. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, La Bamba and stuff like that. Buddy Holly. Huh. huh. <laughs> yeah. It's a weird conversation. <laughs> yeah. Well, you brought it up. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. Because it, like, apparently you have weird thoughts like, at work. Yeah. yeah. All right. Get us out of here. Yeah, I think we're done with people, right? Yep. Black Canary would listen to terrible Black Canary punk music. <laughs> Black Canary would listen to like goth stuff, I think. Yeah, she'd be at the Bauhaus. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what that is, but okay. Oh, my God. You went to high school in the 90s, and you, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I know what it is. I'm just playing. Uh, well, anyway, thank you all for listening <laughs> to, an, I guess, one more episode of Nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we had like a couple decent points, I think, early on, but it sort of just went nowhere from there, right? Yeah. Uh, if you would like to get in touch with me on Twitter, you can at Aaron S. Bell. And I'm at Rombar316. And you can tweet the show directly at D. Uh, DC underscore absolute <laughs> almost forgot what it was uh, or you can email us at absolute DC podcast at gmail.com and that's a podcast <laughs>